They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Welcome to the Combini Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we talk two new chickies, share the winners and losers amongst the new items across the big three Combini, look at the opening matches of the Combini tournament, and share each other's final fours. Now, let's head off to the Combini. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? It's going well. Uh, you know, we just had Thanksgiving, so uh, just just Karen and I had a chicken. It was delicious. Made some good gravy, so uh, now plenty of leftovers. So yeah, doing well over here. How are things over in Kanazawa? Yeah, things are going good. Um, no, uh, no Thanksgiving over here, but mm. we did pull out our Christmas tree this weekend. Oh boy. Wow. So. Yeah, we've been having some Christmas music playing all through the week, and I'm getting into the Christmas mood. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Is it a real tree? No, it's not a real tree. It's like a one foot tall, sad tree. Oh. But we got it, you know, we got it, we got it all prepped up and we got we got lights, we got uh, ornaments. Oh, and nice. yeah, yeah. So it's it's you know, it's that time of the year. It's almost December. Will this will be will this be Leo's first Christmas? No, he had a Christmas last year, but um, you know this will be his first. You know, one as a semi-human. He knows being. what's going on. Yeah, he'll be aware <laughs> yeah. of this environment. <laughs> right, that's exciting. Yeah, man, I'm just excited. I was excited all week for this uh, for this podcast. So um, yeah, man, I say we just uh, jump right in. Let's get right to it. All right, man. Well, uh, as always, we're starting off with the Chicky Wars. Mm-hmm. You know how it goes here at the Combini Boys podcast. We're talking Chicky right off the bat here. And uh, Matt, this week, not as exciting as last week where we had four Chickies. This week, we've only got two. two but let me just, two new Chickies. Let me just go ahead and show you what we're looking at. And I think you'll know pretty quickly that uh, we're still yep. on that bone theme. Um, the first is. one we've got here, Lawson. Because it is that time of the year, coming out with the cold golden chicken, the golden mm-hmm. chicken honetsuki. That's the bone in golden chicken. Um, Matt, what what are your first thoughts on seeing this chicken? Well, no surprise here. Like you said, Mike, it's Christmas time. That can only mean one thing: bone in premium fried chicken. Seven mm-hmm. Eleven and Family Mart had already released their bone in fried chicken, which we had we previewed. Now Lawson comes out. I got to tell you. I love what Lawson's done with the setup here in the photograph. They got two bone-in chickies, and it looks like they may even oh, yeah. be nestled up. Is that is that mistletoe, Mike? Because I kind of <laughs> want to give those chickies a little smooch. They look so darn good. Classic uh, Lawson's photography there. Very impressive what they've done. Into the spirit. Yeah, very different than what we're seeing at 7-Eleven these days. This is beautiful. Like you said, it almost looks like these chickies are having a little a little smooch there as well. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. I, You know, I've had, as we've said, I've had the premium chicken from uh, Family Mart many a time, but I've, I've never had Lawson's Bone-In golden chicken. And, you know, we know the flavor of the L chicky. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know what this is going to taste like. Is it going to be like an L chicky with a bone? Is it going to? you know I, mm. I don't know so i'd like to give it a try but like you said i think it, it looks great 
Yeah, it looks spectacular. All right. So continuing the theme, we've off we we also have from Lawson the mm. Kogon chicken, the golden chicken as well, but this is the roast leg. Ooh. Wow. And as you can see in the picture here, it says Gabu Chicky. So, uh, you know, Gabu, it means, you know, taking a big old bite. So this is, you got the handle there and hmm. you're just going to take a, a nice bite of this thing. Uh, Matt, what, what do you think about these guys? No, like you said, Mike, it's got that handle. These bones are Frenched. So that bone is clean as a whistle. You can practically <laughs> grip that. Uh, it's sort of like a, like a baseball bat right there. You just... <laughs> with both hands and bite on down onto that chicken leg no it looks great mike this looks to be a char broiled chicken leg based on the color of the skin again beautifully done um you know i might even be more tempted by these Mm -hmm. than the premium fried chicken yeah Wow, then the premium fried chicken. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this looks really good. And we saw another charbroiled um, uh, chicky last week, but I agree. This one looks a lot more appetizing. Mm-hmm. It looks like a feast for a king or a queen. Um, mm-hmm. This is uh, what you'd see maybe at the, um, you know, in an in, in old English meal when, you know, have a... Uh, you know, maybe a king, a new king has been anointed, and this is what they tow out on the platter there. Uh, this is a classic, uh, classic looking chicky right here, and I would like to gaboot this chicky. Okay, Mike, that wraps up the chicky wars this week, and now it's on to the scoreboard where we take a look at the number of new items oh, yeah. at the Big Three Conveni this week at Family Mart. They have 64 new items. Mm-hmm. Lawson, 34, and 7-Eleven, 124 items. Any thoughts on, on that lineup, Mike? The only thing that sticks out is the, is the family mark. You know, that's a, that's a, you know, a higher number from higher. them. Sure. Um, so I'm wondering, you know, what, what do they got in there that's, that's bumping up the numbers? But uh, besides that, you know, not much and not as many as I would expect. Like I said, now we've got, you know, Christmas season, New Year's season. And so I was hoping to see, you know, some bigger numbers, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, bigger than 124. Yeah, I think 7-Eleven <laughs> might be dragging a little bit this week. I agree. Um, maybe next week people will yeah. really start to lean into the holiday season. Yeah, some new holiday themed items. But um, as usual, Mike, we've picked out our winners and losers. We've scanned all of these, uh, I guess, 200 new items across the big three. And we've each picked a winning item and a losing item. Why don't we sit? Why don't we start off with with your loser here, Mike? I'm going to pop open this screen. Always excited to see what you've picked out as your Mm -hmm. loser for the week here. And hmm. Yeah. All right, Matt. So what we're looking at right here, this is the Niigata Prefecture, Tokamachi, Tokamachi Town, uh, Nihachi Nameko Soba. Um, And Matt, you know, I love, uh, like a couple weeks ago, I actually picked out the Kaki Age uh, Soba as my pick of the week, uh, the hot soba. And I love soba. Mm. But Matt, there's one ingredient in this thing that just doesn't rub me the right way. And I think mm-hmm. you probably know that's nameko. And yeah. what nameko is, it is the easiest way to describe it is just super slimy mushrooms. Yeah. 
And even though this is a hot dish, somehow Nameko, these slimy, slimy mushrooms, somehow manage to still be cool. I think you could drop them into a volcano and they would still maintain their sub-zero temperature, which gives it that, you know, extra slimy taste to it. I'm a, I just hate it. And, you know, I, I think you agree with me. I just, I don't like the slime. I know that some people love it. So, you know, if you're one of those people, you know, more power to you. But, you know, this is not my uh, my style of soba. And I, uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't like it. And, you know, it's my loser for the week. I, I hear you, Mike. I was a little bit confused when I popped it open. At first, it looked good. Mushrooms on top of soba. But indeed, those are... Those slimy Namiko <laughs> mushrooms, indeed, they are absolutely disgusting. Can't agree with you more. Also, uh, love how this is from Tokamachi. Undoubtedly, they are famous for Namiko mushrooms. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I'm just, I'm just guessing. Uh, <laughs> small Japanese towns are famous for obscure produce. Yes, and make a living off of that through tourism. <laughs> we actually identified a town. That's entirely built on peanuts. They have that's a whole right. website dedicated to peanuts, and surely Tokamachi and uh, Niigata is uh, making hay off of these disgusting Namiko mushrooms. Okay, yeah, great choice, Mike. Uh, I you. agree with you there. Okay, so um, I guess I'll pull up my loser now. Okay, all right. And what we're gonna be looking at this week on my mm-hmm. side, the. <laughs> Squid cartilage, the Ika Nankotsu. Um, wow. Like, this raised a lot of questions for me. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Squid, squid has cartilage? What? I, I'm totally baffled by this. I, I gotta believe this is squid cartilage. And I, I don't, I guess people eat it. You know, again, Mike, we talked about this is this is probably from that that series we talked about the uh, this is from the the 1944 Pele Lu series. Uh, this is something that I guess uh, a Japanese soldier would eat who's been stranded on a Pacific island for the last four months, getting ready for his midnight bonsai charge. But outside of that environment, I, I just don't know uh, how this would ever be popular. Your thoughts on this? pretty much the same as you just what i have no idea what this is like you said squid is not the sort of thing that you imagine has any sort of uh cartilage in it whatsoever i know that there are some tougher parts sort of around the the mouth maybe or the The throat maybe i don't know the beak yeah is that maybe what it is i mean they do kind of look beakish But, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I don't see why you would ever buy this when you have the option of actually just squid, squid. you know, which right. and then you have jerky as well. And I hope this isn't the serving size because for our podcast, such as you can't see, this is one of the smallest portions <laughs> I've ever seen. This is a tiny plate and it's not even filling that up. Uh, Matt, good choice for a loser because... I mean, you could call it a loser. You could call it a uh, an unknown item here. Unknown. I don't know if, it, if anybody knows more about this um, and can give us, you know, an explanation about the anatomy of a squid, uh, please <laughs> let us know because I have no idea what this is, and I'm not interested in trying it. 
All right, let's uh, let's change the mood here. Move on to our winners this week, Mike. Yes. Let's see what you got in the winner circle. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. Oh. Yes, Matt. Mm. What we're looking at here. This is actually a screenshot I took. This is five items Ooh. here. And what this is, this is 7-Eleven, a new series that they've come out. And this is Kakitane. Uh, you know, Kaki P is Kakitane with uh, peanuts in it. And we've talked about Kakitane before on here. There was actually a Fami Chicky that had Kakitane embedded in it. But this is a new series. First off, for 7-Eleven, this package looks beautiful. Beautiful. And it's five flavors. Kakitane is kind of a crunchy, salty snack. And we have ume flavored, plum flavor. We have wasabi soy sauce flavor. We have yuzu kosho flavor. We have cheese pepper flavor. And we have also spicy flavor. Mm. Uh, so, Matt, you know, actually this week um, we, were, uh, we were talking to uh, some friends when we were making the brackets for the, uh, the Kambini tournament. And actually, Brian in Fukuoka, was, he, he mentioned a category. He said, you know, sake no tsumami, you know, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, things that mm -hmm. you eat when you're drinking alcohol. So in Japan, there's this whole sort of bracket of like beef jerky and I guess those beaks of uh, squid that we just looked at. Um, and in terms of like, if you're eating something with some, uh, some alcohol, Kakitane is one of the best. And mm. this series just looks great. I would love to have this with some sake or maybe a chuhai. Mm. Um, I, uh, yeah, it looks great. Um, I don't know. What do you think? And, and if you have a, have one that sticks out to you, what, what is it? Yeah, Mike, I am a huge fan of Kakitane. Kaki Pea uh, is one of my favorites, uh, like you said, snacks for mm -hmm. drinking. And yeah, I'm looking. It's hard to pick a favorite here. They all look fantastic. I'd probably go with the with the uh, yuzu kosho flavor, the oh, yuzu yeah. pepper flavor. Mm -hmm. I do, I do love that. But no, they yeah. all look outstanding. And again, the packaging here. This is a real pivot here by Seven Eleven to something that looks nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> wow. Great choice. All right. Um, I don't think I can top that, to be honest with you here, Mike. But let's see. Um, for my winner this week, we're going to be looking at the Protein Ooh. in Pocket. Uh, a, oh. similar, a similar item, actually. So this yeah. is uh, what we're looking at here is kind of some... Kind of like a like a little uh, bit of bird food in a little plastic bag called protein in pocket. Okay, you throw this in your pocket, I guess. And uh, when you need a little protein charge up, you open this up, and you got some almonds, some cashews, some pumpkin seeds, and some goji berries. Ooh. And uh, I think it says it's got eight and a half grams of protein in it. So wow. not that much, but it's not zero. So yeah, I thought this was a clever little item here. Protein in pocket, little snack, throw it in your pocket, pull it out, rip it open, take a handful of bird food, 8.5 grams of protein. Yeah, nice choice here. Um, you know, trail mix is not a really a thing in Japan at all. And, you mm. know, that's the first thing you think of when you see this. And um, this just looks great. I will say because it's 7-Eleven, whereas the last one, they, they did some good photography, I thought. But this one, apparently they just dumped it in a... You know, one of those uh, paper plates you can buy at uh, any supermarket. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> 
you know that you've probably seen these at fourth of july you know uh cookouts and um but anyways no i agree matt great choice um you know protein is a hard uh, nutritional item to come by at the conveni if it's not chicky. And, um, you know, that, and this is vegan, vegetarian friendly as well. Um, and like you said, you know, you just pop, put this in your pocket. They just tell you what to do in the pocket and it, you get that charge at 8.5 mm. grams of protein. I really like it, Matt. And, um, yeah, a really unique item, I think, um, from what we've seen in the past. All right, Mike, it's on to our main story this week, and it can only be one thing. What are we talking about, Mike? We're talking about the first annual, probably annual, <laughs> Combini tournament. We kicked off this tournament that we've mm. been talking about for two years two at years. least. Um, and that's the Combini tournament. That's where we pit. It's a March Madness style tournament where we've got 64 items up. And we're battling them in four brackets to see who is the king of the Combini. Matt, this week has been just so exciting um, kicking this thing off. We started off Monday and we were trying to finalize the brackets. And uh, actually, we we did a Zoom call and we were, uh, yeah, really, really lucky. Uh, Joe and Casey from um, Ishikawa Summit to Sea and Brian in Fukuoka actually joined in to help us hash out those last couple brackets. Super helpful. Yeah, man. It's just, uh, it's so exciting to finally get this thing up and running and um, get all the, uh, get all of the teams ready to fight. Just a reminder. So the way we're doing this, we have uh, our one through 16 seeds in each division and the opening matchups are already out. Oh yeah. Uh, and so far, Mike, no upsets. Uh, we had the Fami Chicky go up against the Ham Katsu in the hot box division. That was a blowout. We said yep. that was going to be like Duke versus Holy Cross, and it was. Mm-hmm. There was uh, Fami Chicky just absolutely destroyed the Ham Katsu. Then yeah. in the snack division, we had Jagariko up against Takenoko Nosato. Uh, mm. We thought Takenoko Nosato could be a Cinderella story, but it lost to Jagariko in a nail biter. Yeah, yeah. In the meal division, we had the Umeboshi Onigiri up against the Salad Chicken. Again, another David versus Goliath matchup and Goliath won that one. Umeboshi <laughs> took it to round two. And then yep. finally, can coffee versus Nodogoshi beer in the mm-hmm. beverage division. And can coffee handedly won that. So yes. no upsets uh, in this first salvo of round one matches. But Mike, we got a lot to go here in round one. We're releasing four matches a day for the yep. next week. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what comes out of it. So, yeah. All right. So I think we want to take a look at some of the ongoing matches and um, some of the upcoming matches this week. But before we get started, um, maybe we should uh, take a look at some of, um, you know, what people were projecting to go all the way. So, uh, like I said, um, Joe, Casey and Brian joined us to uh, hash out those uh, those last couple rounds. So, um Brian, in his final four, he had Fami Chiki, Beef Jerky, mm-hmm. Tuna Mayo Onigiri, and Kirin Ichiban. And uh, his final winner was the Fami Chiki. Hey, you know, no surprise there. Or, I mean, might be a surprise, but uh, I'm glad to see the Fami Chiki coming out on top. Not sure um, how Beef Jerky made it to the final four, but hey, you know, everybody likes their own thing. 
yeah, well, I've, yeah, I've got something to say about that. Well, it beef jerky, you know, coming in actually Casey as well. So he had pizza man, beef jerky, beef jerky again, salad chicken, salad chicken. and highball. And actually his, uh, his winner was highball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, salad chicken, you know, uh, we thought that was going to be, that was going to get pounded, but I mean, it actually, you know, put up a fairly good fight, but you know, just couldn't really, uh it off in the end there and then uh joe actually had fami chicky black thunder tunamayo onigiri and kirin ichiban with fami chicky again winning so that's you know two again for fami chicky and then actually our wives you know joined in and uh so karen what what did she have for her final four karen's final four was the pizza man melon pan the umeboshi onigiri and the hyoketsu chuhai in the final matchup it was the chuhai versus the pizza man that's one hell of a round there and the pizza man took it for karen as the champion i was happy to see karen had the hyoketsu chuhai going all the way and i you know i appreciate that i i think that it is a strong contender but I don't know. We haven't seen, you know, I guess we'll see coming up. Um, actually, Mai Mai, you know, speaking of uh, speaking of that, she actually had the same too. She had Pizza Man, Melon Pan, Tuna Mayo Onigiri, Kombini Coffee. And uh, she also had the Pizza Man walking away as well. So, you know, um, in these, you know, at least of the couple samplings that we've seen, Pizza Man and Fami Chicky definitely looking pretty strong. Yeah, I guess I'm a little bit surprised. There's no, we haven't seen a Niku man take it yeah. all the way to the final four yet, Mike. Uh, Pizza Man is playing a lot stronger. And uh, I'm, I got to be honest, I'm a little surprised at that. Also surprised that the Umeboshi Onigiri, uh, so far we've seen just one bracket with that going to the final four. That was Karen's bracket. Otherwise, the Tuna Mayo is demonstrating dominance in the meal division speaking of nikuman i I don't know if you saw but nikuman actually had a really tough fight out out of the uh this is an ongoing um ongoing uh round here but nikuman versus bonin chicky at at start bonin chicky took the lead and i was i was sweating i know you were too now nikuman is you know pulled ahead but uh yeah i don't know i i thought nikuman as well was going to be one of the one of the top contenders yeah, no, it got a scare from Bone In Chicky, like you said there, Mike. Bone In Chicky got out to an early lead. Nikuman did wind up winning in a fairly dominant fashion, sixty-five to thirty-five percent of the votes. Um, but no, uh, you just never know what's going to happen out there, and who knows? Is it going to survive round two, where it could face karaoke or French fries? I gotta say that should be an easy matchup, maybe even easier than the so. Bone and Chicky. So I gotta believe that the that the Niku Man will make it at least to the Sweet Sixteen. I would hope so. I would hope so. Speaking of, um, you know, and one more I want to kind of shout out. So this is a non, another ongoing battle. You know, if you haven't voted yet, get out there and vote. Although it's already going to be way over by the time you hear this. But um, that, Matt, was the first noodle battle of the of the tournament. That oh. was Cup Ramen versus Zadru Soba. That's and right. I got to be honest, I thought Cup Ramen was going to walk all over Zadru Soba. But um I think you saw, I mean, for a while there, Zadru Soba was really keeping the lead. Uh, now it looks like Cup Ramen has come back, but um, I don't know. Did you expect to see Zadru Soba, you know, you know, putting up that many points? No, I did not. And uh, there's still time left here. And it could still, Zadru Soba has still could pull this out. It's uh, hanging in there. 
it's probably just two or three votes behind Cup Ramen. I'm shocked, Mike. I really thought Cup Ramen would easily defeat the Zarusoba, like you're saying. But uh, yeah. hey, that's what this is all about. There's some. That's there are going to be some yep. Cinderella stories in this convenient <laughs> tournament. Zarusoba <laughs> could be one of those. Uh, could be one of those stories. Who knows? We'll see what happens here. Still, still time left in this match. Yeah, yeah. Um, any other uh, ongoing matches you want to take a look at? Uh, I think we have a couple others. Yeah, so we had a Black Thunder versus Beef Jerky in the snack division. And uh, again, this is uh, about to close out. Looks like there's only 27 minutes left on this one. Black Thunder with a pretty strong lead over the Beef Jerky. I'm a little surprised, though, that the Beef Jerky did as well as it did. I thought this was going to be an easy win for Black Thunder. And uh, no doubt it's going to take this home, but eh, not, not by a huge margin. Well, I got to be honest, Matt. So we were, we were talking, Brian and Casey both had beef jerky in their final four. And Matt, you know what? We seeded this thing out. Um, and so you would think that uh, easily, you know, what we would pick would be what we decided. But when I was going through the brackets, Matt, yeah, <laughs> I had beef jerky in the elite eight. I had beef jerky beating Black Thunder, beating caramel pudding, beating shoe cream. What? And you know what? how much I love shoe cream. I don't know. That's the thing about, you know, the the Kombini tournament. Even within yourself, you yeah. realize, wait a yeah. second now, I love beef jerky. And I always buy some beef jerky when I'm, you know, buying some drinks. Absolutely. So I got to be honest, you know, I... I wasn't as surprised, I think, as you were. And as, as I said, you know, I had him go into the Elite Eight somehow. Well, as long as we're being honest, I voted Zadu Soba over Cup Ramen. And I had spent the previous oh. day telling you how much I don't like Soba, but damn it, I like Zadu Soba. <laughs> it's good. And that Cup Ramen can be damn nasty. Yeah. So I did vote Zadu Soba there, even though, wow. again, I helped seed this with you, Mike. We spent probably a total of 12, 14 hours putting this together. <laughs> the cup noodle, that's a number two item. Um, also, uh, let's talk Pakari Sweat versus Ukon no Chikara. Pakari oh, yeah. Sweat, Mike, of course, one of your top conveni items against mm-hmm. Ukon no Chikara, one of my top conveni items. I voted Ukon no Chikara there. What? I actually had that going all the way to the Elite Eight. It looks what? like Pakari Sweat is going to handle this easily. Uh, but yeah, no. Wait, I wait, have... wait, wait! You gotta hold on. Walk me through your thinking there, because uh, I don't really understand how that could happen. You know how much I love Picard Sweat. I have, we haven't shared our winners and final fours, but you can imagine where Pokari Sweat is going in my bracket. What what happened there? How did how did Uko no Chikara pull pull out that one in in your mind there? I don't like Pakari Sweat very much. I know, right. um, yeah, right, it's, it actually pains me to say that to your face. <laughs> uh, it's like saying I don't like your son, but um, I honestly, my guy, I'm not a huge fan of it. And Ukan no Chikara, it, it's just this life-giving elixir where no matter your state of being, you just take a shot of that, and suddenly it feels like you're 19 again. That's um, true. So, yeah, I had it going all the way to the Elite Eight. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Um, But um, one more ongoing one, and this one's got us both, I'm sure, really riled up. Right now, (laughs) number three, Oden 
versus number 14, Tsukune. Tsukune is currently beating Oden 73% to 27%. Um, what do you think about this? I there's I had no idea this was even possible, to be honest. Um, this is this is and it's it's getting you know there's still time left. I mean it's just started, but um, I'm a little worried to be honest. Oden seated number three. Uh, I am surprised that it's getting its ass whooped here by Tsunade, a decidedly inferior item. But I do want to take it. You know our lead analyst PJOMC. As he says here, um, there are no fence sitters when it comes to Oden. Haters might say anything's better than Oden. So this could be uh, not people okay. liking Skune. It could be people hating Oden here. This could be this could be not a not a like vote, but a but a hate vote. Um, people voting against Oden, not for. PGOMC, you know, he's been given just great analysis all tournament long. Actually, speaking of this matchup right here, it says, Oden for me is time travel with all the latest things on offer at the Combini. It allows you to go back to simpler times. I was pleased to see the high seed, but with no fence sitters when it comes to Oden, like you said, haters might say anything's better than Oden. Like he said, I, I agree, you know, um, it's probably the haters, but, but I like it. The Oden for me is time travel. I agree. This is a timeless item in Japan. Timeless. That's right. And, um, and you know, I- It's probably been sitting in that that water for so matt yeah um all right so that uh that's all the ongoing matches we've got a bunch of matches coming up as well um yeah and it's going to get more heated coming up uh actually we're going to be releasing shoe cream versus choco pie yeah, that was a really tough one for me. That was when I starred um a couple others that I started. I thought in the meal division, this eight team uh, uh, bracket was maybe for me the toughest of the of the bracket. That's curry rice, tuna mayo onigiri, mm. karaage bento, takoyaki, makunouchi bento, suke roku sushi set, cup ramen, and zaru soba. This is just this is just a slugfest right there. Um, I don't know, man. Any anything? Any other matches that really you know you were you were interested in seeing what's going to happen? I am curious to know, Mike, you know, what mm -hmm. made it to your final four? I don't think you'll be surprised. In the hot box division, I've got, of course, our main man, Fammy Chicky. Yeah, no surprise there. Uh, snack division, I have our boy, Jagardico. Jagardico, okay. And in the meal division, also probably not going to be surprising to you, I've got my old pal, Meat Sauce Pasta. Meat Sauce Pasta, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then... Like you, you know, as you just insulted me so incredibly, uh, I've got, of course, my my legendary friend, Pokari Sweat, coming in uh, in the beverage division. How about you? What what do you got? Well, just real, I got to believe then that Fammy Chicky is going up against Pokari Sweat in the... In the... Yes, oh. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Pokari Sweat, Fammy Chicky, and then I've got... Uh, but guess what my winner is? It's goddamn Pokari Sweat. Pokari Sweat beats Fammy Chicky. <laughs> beats Fammy Chicky. It's a, wow. It's my favorite. It's wow. the best. It's not even the best item in, in the Kabi. It's the best item in Japan. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I'll be honest. I don't think, I don't think it's going to win. No. So there was a little hope involved in this as well. After I saw what happened in that Ukon no Chikara Pokari Sweat. 
as for Fammy Chicky in that slaughter fest in that first round, I can imagine Fammy Chicky's looking strong. What what do you have in your for your final four? In- All right, yeah, my uh, obviously hot box division. I got Fammy Chicky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, out of the snack division, I have caramel pudding. Oh. Yeah, uh, that actually took a lot of soul searching for me to get that there. Uh, out of the meal division. I've got the umeboshi onigiri, hey, hey, and then hey. out of the beverage division, I got the can coffee. Aha, yes. And then uh, the final showdown: Fami Chicky versus mm-hmm. the can coffee. I would imagine that would be your final. And then who do you got taking it home? Who do you think I got taking it home? You know what? I'm going to actually go out on a limb here and say, just like me, I think you've got the canned coffee taken You're home. damn right I got the canned coffee <laughs> taken home. Wasn't even a hard decision, okay? Wasn't even a hard decision. I faced a lot of gut-wrenching choices over the course of this bracket, Mike, but that wasn't one of them. Canned coffee just dominated this tournament for me, and uh, I'll be damned if this doesn't take it. At least to the final four. Although I think Ken Coffee probably doesn't stand a chance if it goes up against the Hyoketsu Chuhai or the Strong Zero or the Kirin for that matter. Or so we'll the Kabini Coffee. I'm I'm gonna tell you, Matt, I think we're both we're both not gonna make it. I think Pokari Sweat and Can Coffee being completely objective after seeing these just first couple results, I think we might be looking at some difficulty going forward. I would like to say, you know, your love for canned coffee is, is, you know, um, like none other. And actually on our YouTube page, the first video ever uploaded back in April, yes. that was your Kambini Boys Review Georgia. The Georgia Beto. The Georgia Beto. And if I don't, if I remember correctly, that was a, that was six stars. That was, <laughs> that was five six stars. out of five stars. Yes, Mike, I am a, I am a dedicated <laughs> passionate fan of the georgia beto can <laughs> coffee um even while lactose intolerant granted unknowingly lactose yeah. intolerant i would enjoy right. a beto every single <laughs> morning and suffer the consequences <laughs> gladly um no yeah. uh, but i think i think uh yeah pakari sweat and uh the georgia the the, the can coffee i think they're gonna suffer some potentially early losses we'll see what happens though you never you never know what's gonna happen in the convenient tournament tournament. yeah you're exactly right and i'm just pumped up to see what happens so next week um we're gonna be checking back in and by that time we're gonna have all the results of the first round so we're gonna have a clear picture going forward um so everybody you know please you know tune back in and you know check it out on twitter vote on twitter you know and um just comment you know let us know what you're thinking uh you know we we love having so many people voting so far it's made it so much more fun than having three votes you know the big tiebreaker being that that one (laughs) vote over two yeah Yeah, no uh please vote and fill out your bracket uh the the tournament has started still early days so download a bracket available on google sheets or or dropbox you can download a paper one just check Mm -hmm. us uh check out our tweets and you can access those so you can you can join along the conveni tournament All right, Mike, uh, that takes us to the end of today's podcast. Wow, it's been a 
good one, Mike, talking Kambini tournaments. Uh, I'd like to, we'd like to thank all of our listeners. Be sure to uh, share and rate the podcast on Apple or Spotify, however you like to listen. Also check out our YouTube channel so you can see exactly what Mike and I are talking about during the podcast. Subscribe, like, and check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, to join us in conversation about the Conveni. If you do have a Conveni memory, head over to anchor.fm slash boys and leave us a voice message. We will play your Conveni memory. No editing. No editing. No editing on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, Mike, I'll see you at the Conveni. See you at the Conveni, Matt.